Hey, thank you for listening to another episode of Video Dread Podcast. Please give us a follow on our Twitter account, that's Video Dread Pod, and please give us a follow on our Instagram account, that's Video Dread Podcast. And if you look on there, click the link, we have new merch available. We have some cool shirts printed by House of Rodan. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for your support. Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Too outspoken. Don't I make you laugh? Should I try it harder? Why do you see right through me? Right through me. Welcome back, everybody, to Video Dread Podcast. That was the classic song from the film we're doing tonight, The Loved Ones. What's the name of that song, Dustin? It's called Not Pretty Enough by Casey Chambers. Casey Chambers, shout out. Casey Chambers. I live, I breathe, I let it rain on me. That song sounds like it could have been a Letters to Cleo song or like... I was, I was going to say like a Sixpence None the Richer uh, yeah, yeah. B-side. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely a B-side for a Sixpence None the Richer. Or Vitamin C, whatever like that person was. was. Oh, she was in Dracula 2000. That, I yeah, she was. Who, uh, they, vitamin, vitamin C? C. Yes! Yeah, she's a victim. She's one of the Dracula's brides later on. She's like the Lucy character. I want to go ahead and chat about this real quick. Um, we all saw a trailer today for a film we didn't know was going to come out. And I just wanted to get your verbal opinions on it. Is yeah, that so a joke we, trailer? I don't know. Well, so Full Moon is putting out another reanimator movie, but it's called... Nice. Beyond the Resonator? Is yeah, that like, like a, From Beyond meets yeah, Reanimator? It's like a From Beyond Reanimator reimagining, and reimagining is not in a positive sense. It's a full moon feature, so you know it's going to be awful. Yeah. They've done some things, though, that look a million times better than this. This looks really bad. It, Andy hit it right on the head. He said, "I thought this was a porn parody at I first. I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was going to start opening up different windows on my phone. Be like, hey, don't you want to go to Chatterbait and <laughs> jack off with strangers watching Ginger Dead Man? I'm like, eh, not really. <laughs> not not this morning. And <laughs> so, but too early for that. But it, just evil bong only. Yeah, please. evil dong. <laughs> evil dong. It's uh, atrocious looking. It looks like it's well under budget." Please check it out. It's it's pretty awful. It looks like weird live action Dragon Ball Z tentacle porn in it. It's I yeah. Don't know. And Herbert West looks like a generic version of the original. Um, and he's doing like this bullshit accent the whole time. He's like, oh, time to experiment on live subjects. Oh, I'm like, dude, you were like 22 years old. He, he, I know he's there's so like a, young. a part he's like talking about reanimating dead tissue and how he, he's like, the tissue. Yeah, he, the he dead has tissue. Tissue. Anyway, 
Yeah. Surprise. Good to know. Yeah, it's good to know that Full Moon Features is still pumping out fucking quality content. Go Charles Band. Bless you for everything that you do. I mean, I kind of love to hate it. You know. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I mean, Full Moon. It's not all bad. Mostly bad, but some stuff is good. I mean, they did Puppet Master, right? So yeah, they did Tourist Trap. Yeah. So it seems like the older it was, the better it was. Loved Ones. The Loved Ones is a 2009 horror what would you call it comedy maybe uh, I don't know. uh there's some funny shit in there i thought but probably just a, because i'm sick in the head after watching so many of these movies it's a it's a it's a uh, like a a feast for your eyes like it's just it's a lot and the fact that this thing is still under the radar for this long is is it's criminal that it's it, still not gotten the recognition that it deserves it's a near perfect movie to me yeah in this genre it's a 100 percent mix of dazed and confused and texas chainsaw massacre and it's done very well and it's directed by sean Byrne. what has he done all oh, the devil's the, candy but this yeah, is his first film yeah the the devil's candy i didn't really care for that much like it was cool and then it just really wasn't it's yeah. worth a watch i think uh, it had like ethan Embry in it i think yeah I might be wrong, it's though. it's not a, as good uh, i mean some people love it but i don't i don't think they compare to each other but yeah no. it, that's actually what got me interested in the loved ones i remember seeing like a trailer on youtube and it said either pretty in pink or 16 and Candles. I can't remember which John Hughes movie they used, but let's just go with Pretty in Pink. So it was like Pretty in Pink meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you just get a couple of quick clips of things, and it's just looked brutal. Uh, you know, had to download it immediately. Yeah. And this was like back in 2009 when it came out, too. So we were like uh, super excited about it, and Daniel watched it. Daniel and I watched it together back then, and just was uh, really impressed with it. So I was a little led. I was pretty let down actually by the the Devil's Candy. It just yeah, because this film is so good. It's, yeah, it, he couldn't recreate the magic uh, with that one. But still, I, I'm totally. Whenever he does another one, I'll I'll definitely check it out in hopes that it's going to be this good or something close to it. Devil's Candy too, like Devil's Candy Store, <laughs> Devil's <laughs> Country Buffet, the Devil's Handy, the Devil's yeah. Handy. And he goes around fixing houses. I'm not here to kill you. I'm just here to fix your roof. I heard you're leaking. I'm the devil. So the cast. This is a, a Australian movie. Australian. We're going down under for this down one. Down under. Um, you've got Xavier Samuel, Robin McLevy, uh, John Brumpton. A lot of people I don't know. Do you guys? Oh know man, these the people? Robin person. She was uh, on that show. It was it was on AMC. I can't remember. It was about oh, the train. Oh, she does the. Uh, she's the one with the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember. I never actually watched the show, but I heard it was good. But I, I don't know. That's the only thing I ever knew her from. But the rest of the cast, I'm not familiar with them. Um, she was on Hell on Wheels. He, that's the name of the show. Yeah. Hell on Wheels. That Fucking, blows my mind. Uh, the guy who was the dad, John Brumpton, uh, he was a major player in this old movie called Romper Stomper, uh, oh, which I'm, was a yeah, Russell Crowe movie. Uh, it's a it's a movie about uh, like skinheads in like New Zealand or Australia. It's very brutal. It is a very brutal movie. But he is like one of the main uh, skinheads. His name was Magoo. First time <laughs> I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking Magoo. 
and he kind of looks the same just with a little bit of weird hair but yeah so but yeah, there you go romper stumper's 92 and this is, is 2009 it? yeah so that would make yeah that makes sense because he looks a lot older for sure yeah it's like russell crowe one of russell crowe's like first movies check it out if you, you yeah know. it's good i like romper stumper yeah Sounds like it could either be like a a pool sh- sh- like a pool shark movie from the fifties or a Nazi skinhead thing from the nineties. Either way, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's I like was, it was the remake. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a little bit of American History X before American History X. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but just a lot more. It's like a weirder side of the world, and it deals with like a crew on the run, and they did a bunch of bad shit to like you know these uh some asians and it's just murder and fighting and like chicanery ensues well it's also yeah and coming to terms with the life you lead yeah it's got a good message at the end the loved ones (laughs) no we're talking about romper stomper never mind so anyway romper stomper right (laughs) sorry we're, we're switching the movie gotcha gotcha basic plot of the film there's a guy he loses his dad in an accident. In a car accident. In a car accident. And his, the son was driving. Yep. And they got in a car wreck. His dad does not survive. Yeah, he dies. Mom is fucking totally paranoid now for her son to do anything. And basically just drinks all the time and looks fucking terribly sad. Yeah, and the son is fucked up to the main character. His character's name is Brent. Brent, and yep. he, um he's pretty much suicidal uh he just like smokes weed and cuts himself all day and goes on long walks with his dog and he uh but he he has a girlfriend so he's got that going for him yep mia and he has a best friend too that guy rules that's why i almost say this is a dazed and confused um in that rail or in that lane because this kid smokes weed sells weed He's just a little pothead, and for yeah. a, for the whole, what's his name? His name is because um, we Jamie. don't have that many characters to work with. I, I kind of want to just name them all. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. I think it's Jamie. Like all in all, his life isn't that bad. I mean, like the loss of you know a parent in an accident. Of course, that's gonna be fucked up. But it's like you got a you know fucking smoking hot girlfriend. You got a cool best friend. You know whatever. You got a cool dog, and you know a, a sweet Metallica shirt. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh yeah, he's. But you know he's going through some shit, and he feels responsible for his father's death since he was he was driving, and his mother basically doesn't let him forget it. You know, a single day doesn't go by that she's not checking in on him, and so don't ride in a car, like don't don't yeah, yeah. don't be in so, a car. Yeah, like she he's got to go to prom with his girlfriend, and tells his mom that he's going to, and that his date's gonna pick him up, and she's like, no, let me get you a cab. It's like. What does it matter? I'll still be in a car, you know? But yeah. they have more experience than yeah. she does. Oh, we got to do our best Australian accents. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Please, nobody the say shrimp on the Barbie. It. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not. Um, I was even thinking about that. We just do dumb and dumber quotes all over yeah. again. Oh, shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Austria. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Austria. Um... Yeah, so the dad dad dies. Um, but the whole movie's based around this one night, prom night, I guess. They call it prom there? Did they say they're going to a dance or the something? School dance. The end of, yeah, like end of school dance or something like that. 
what we need to introduce his girlfriend, his buddy. We did Jamie and his and uh, his girlfriend first. So you know, basically, um, yes, the dad dies right at the beginning. He Brent's devastated, goes to school, meets his best friend Jamie, and he uh, is kind of like caught up, like ah, you know, he really wants to ask out the the goth babe at oh, school, yes. yeah. and he Who doesn't. He gets up the nerves to do it, and he and he does it. She says yes. Her name's Mia, and then we're introduced to Holly, which is Brent's girlfriend, his love interest, and um, thank you. I got that Mia mixed up. Yeah, yeah, so. and. So then we kind of like we see that Jamie, Mia, they're gonna go to the prom or whatever together, and then we're introduced to Lola. And like Daniel said, yeah, she kind of looks a little homely, a little uh, skittish, and she comes up. You don't, you know, and know anything about her. Uh, like she comes up and she asks our main character Brent if she would go to the dance with him, and he, he basically says, "No, thank you. I'm going with Holly, my girlfriend." Well, she don't like that. Yeah, she's got like full thousand yard stare going on. Like she's not happy about it. Then we cut to like Holly just got her license. She's giving Brent a ride home from school. Oh they, yeah, they she's hug. giving Brent a ride home. Yeah, ride yeah, home yeah. Right? Oh yeah, she ends. <laughs> hey, up, talking oh, about yeah. yeah, they they fuck in the car. She sees scars on him where he's been cutting himself with a razor blade. He wears a on a necklace, and while he's fucking her during broad daylight in a car, or she's fucking him rather, uh, you see Lola across the street staring at that. No, she's thousand. not even across the street. Like she's like five feet away, just like. Looking into the car. Oh yeah, she's bam right on the window, and it's like she's like, "That's some good fucking you're doing." It could be me, but you know, you'll I see don't it. know how they didn't see him. I guess, yeah, they're and the whole time I, it was so crazy. The whole time Holly is like, because he mentions somebody asked him out, and she's like, "Who is it?" Oh yeah, they're like keeps... playing around, and she's like, "Oh, get I, you better tell me, or I'm gonna suck your dick." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, woe is me. She she well, gets even more think. intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And come on, who is it? Blah, blah, and then, <laughs> oh my God. Just, <laughs> like, well, I don't it know. really was like that. And uh, I like, you were I, doing I, a redneck lady's like, voice. It's, it's, it's Lola Stone. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what her name is? <laughs> oh, that's what I sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me her name. <laughs> that's Irish. <laughs> I can't fucking do it. It's so hard. Oh, tell me your name there. Oh, oh. Tell oh, me your name I'll and I'll give you a I'll Charlie pump. Packer dry if you're telling me your name, lad. <laughs> oh, for season. Um... More like the lucky so ones. Up. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta, we gotta try to steal the car back on the road. <laughs> all right, all right, right. Yeah. So. You know, we kind of did skip something, and we can cut this out, but the whole reason why Brent wrecks the car is because of Lola. Well, no, we, we, I want to. Well, we find wanna, that out later. Yeah. Here, yeah. Well, all right. To add, it, if you want to add it in the beginning, well, we. I was just thinking about summing it up at the end. Okay, we can. Like, That's fine. We'll leave it like they wrecked at the beginning, and then we'll be yeah. like, the reason why they wrecked was there was something as a viewer you don't clearly see until until they go back. Yeah, because that. Yeah. Okay. So, go ahead. But so the uh, lo, oh, excuse me, Holly and Brent hook up. Lola watches when they're done. Um. Brent's about to go inside the house and she's uh she tells Brent that she's gonna pick him up later for prom and she says, I love you. 
and he won't say it back to her. And so it's a little, it's awkward. He goes into his room. He's blasting, uh, I don't know, some Australian metalcore. And um, mom comes in, questions them about it. And that whole interaction already kind of explained, like the mom doesn't want Holly driving. She she wants to pay for a cab. Because that that driver would be more experienced, and so this triggers it's a cab to prom. So this triggers yeah, Brent. Right. It, it triggers Brent. He uh, puts his headphones in. He goes off with his dog. Takes the uh, the um, this the the razor. What is there? What are those things called? It is a razor blade. Those yeah, it's razor like a razor blade. blade. So yeah. it's a replacement razor blade. Yeah, yeah. on he an had, old necklace. Yeah, he takes that off. He fucking cuts his hand with it, and he's just bleeding everywhere, crying. And then it he looks goes, just like the Dimebag Daryl razor. Yeah, blade. exactly. Yeah. He goes to a side of a mountain, climbs up it. He does this weird thing where he like lets himself hang, like. Oh my God! I wish this. He this closes is the, his eyes, puts his head back, and it looks very sensual. And he's like, <sighs> "Oh, he also looks like death." It's yeah. hard. It's really crazy when he does actually look like death later. <laughs> oh, they got this whole movie. I cannot stop staring at this dude's lips. Mm-hmm. They're like the same color as his skin, and they're like crusty and like very prominent on his face. He has very thick lips anyway. Yeah, he needs to get like a hold of us. He has his DSLs, you know, DSLs, daddy, and uh, daddy, daddy, Branty, daddy. <laughs> daddy. But it's just bizarre. It's, I don't know. You you watch it, you'll see it. <laughs> so yeah, he's hanging off of a fucking mountain, and it seems like I guess for me, I'm thinking like, oh god, this. I'm right on the edge. This would be the sweet embrace of death. I could just end it all, and then he slips, and he's like, oh shit, yeah. and, and <laughs> reality he pull, pulls himself up to the top he still got his headphones in and you hear his dog get hurt. listening to pearl jam no he's not really I'm <laughs> he's listening to like the theme song from smallville <laughs> somebody <laughs> sing <laughs> he uh he's like i don't know just sitting there ta- you know uh trying to catch his breath you hear his dog kind of shriek and then next thing you know you see a shadow we figure come up and brent's knocked out well you see what looks like some kind of fucking uh, homeless construction worker or mechanic. He's wearing a yeah, like a, he's like wearing like a, a tool belt. Oh well, he's like wearing a, a jump a jumpsuit too, or whatever you want to call him. He's like work wearing suit. a one piece like mechanic suit. Sorry. He's wearing a sweet work onesie with a with a belt. He's he's put a cloth over his face, and <laughs> the, the the boy is taken taken away. Taken Somebody away. has taken this motherfucking kid Somebody with those sweet crusty sensual lips. The kid's been taken. That's all that matters. By dog construction is, worker. Dog is dead. Mechanic. Kid has been taken. By Dog's some- not dead. Th- that shit hurt my feelings. That dog. That, yeah, it was not a good scene. You find out that dog's been hit. Well, they say it's been stabbed, but yeah, he stabbed. admits that he hit it with a hammer. Yeah. Well, that's, what he, that's his main choice of weapon is a hammer. There's one thing that I noticed. When you meet Mia Valentine, um, anytime you look at her, she's really gothy. And she has a nose ring. I don't know if that's a a nose ring. That's what I wanted to bring up to you guys. This nose ring is so far back on her nostril, it looks like it's almost in her cheek. I wanted Andy, the professional piercer's opinion about this. It fucking (laughs) drove me insane. Here's my time to shine. No, uh, yeah, it. That is supposed to be a piercing. I'm looking at other pictures of her on IMDb. Oh, I see it. 
Now, it almost looks like they CGI'd that thing in that picture. It looks crazy, doesn't it? It, it looked like it was on. a fl- it's yeah, a it looked like it was a stick on or a fly or a birthmark, but towards the end, you can start to see it shine. You can tell it's like a little jewel. I'm like, wow, that's a fucked up. That's a fucked up thing. Yeah. And <laughs> nobody did. Nobody, the prop guy or the makeup guy did not do the research and Dude, bless them. It's a She's fucking Sonya Blade in the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wait, a, what? Yeah. yeah. The goth girl is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shut the front door. Hang on. Just blew everybody's mind. I blew mine. I mean, I just watched that the last week, the fucking Mortal Kombat. I don't care. If she is. Good for you. Anyway, well, you didn't so this, believe me. You had to look for no, yourself. I didn't, but No, I did believe you, but I, it's like those things I have to look at it. Like, hang on. I got to see side by side. I'm like, it is. So I'm, see, this is what happens if you get bad nose piercings and you're in rad movies. You'll be in a fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Why not? So Fuck her yes. and Kano have something in common. <laughs> Ooh. I wonder oh if she's God. not even Australian. You fucking poser. Also, I, I can't figure out what time period this movie is. Like, when you cut to a shot of the parking lot of the kid's school, it's, like, all kind of older cars, but they're all modded with, like, uh, those big uh, hood scoops and shit on them. But they're, like, an El Camino. I think there's two El Caminos in this yeah, movie. Yeah, you're right. And it's even weird. when we're inside of some of the characters' houses, it's older the only thing that makes it newer is the music brent listens to yeah. and the way the goth girl dresses basically and his ipod his sweet ipod uh, that's oh, right yeah, yeah. i would say yeah it's it's just i don't know maybe that's just the style in australia i mean i like it i like the cars it was cool yeah i will say in this movie they do and this is why it's almost perfect to me there's so much detail in the background and context that you can see around everybody who's acting that you realize after the fact it's really cool i don't know if i want to delve into it too much right now because it'll give away a lot of things but you end up like seeing mia's parents mia valentine and she has a cop father well there's a lot of foreshadowing yeah Mm -hmm. and you never her parents are sad as fuck too and you never understand why like, her mom and dad just seem really fucking weird. Well, it seemed, uh, like, I think, at least for me, the first time I watched it, my impression was, okay, we got the goth alternative girl who obviously is, you know, kind of rebelling from her parents and society a little bit. And so, you know, she's got Jamie coming to pick her up. They've never met him. But it's like, you know, going to prom is like, uh, like one of the rites of passage, almost, in life for some people. And... You know, the mom and the dad, they want to, like, meet the date and get the pictures and do all that shit. So that's what they're trying to do. And for me, that first time, I was thinking, like, they just don't get along. She wants to get the fuck away from her parents and go to the prom. She doesn't make, She just wants to get out of the house. I mean, it seems like for a, a hot minute, it, she doesn't even want to be, go, like, go anywhere with Jamie. She just wants to do something. Yeah. And so that's what I got from I'm like, oh, ugh, God, these parents just... They want their kid to be normal, and they and it's not happening. And, and then that's I think that's why, for half of the movie, maybe a little bit more, I was like, Jamie and Mia's story was like it was a whole other movie. Like it oh, yeah. made no were, sense were, to be there. Yeah. That's the lighter note for a hot minute. 
Like, cause you know, uh, when Jamie shows up, he of course he smoked a fucking uh, joint before <laughs> he got there, and he sprays himself down with like Axe, and uh, they have a ger- <laughs> don't they have a German Shepherd or some sort of dog that runs yeah. up and immediately starts sniffing his nuts. That's and- how you find out, or you find out eventually he's a cop, and yeah, because he's like in the, the car. Dad's a cop. Yeah, in the car later. Uh, I'm sorry, Mia's father is a cop. Yeah, later you find out. Because Jamie's trying to explain himself, like she was like, basically asking about weed, and he was like, "Yeah, that's the reason why your dog was sniffing my nuts. It's not because I have a uh, a hygiene problem. Uh, yeah, a hygiene just, problem. I just didn't want yeah. you to think I had a hygiene problem." And then she was like, "What? You expect me to suck your cock?" Uh, <laughs> <It's> that, like, <laughs> like no, man. I'm just hanging out. Maybe smoke a weed in the car. What? So what? they just hang out in the parking lot for a long time. They keep panning back. To that, that, like you said, it's like almost their side of the movie yeah. where, it, like, they just hang out in the parking lot and they smoke and they drink. They get a little crazy, talk about some Head shit. Headbang to some metal. Oh, yeah, they rock out. Um, Which that always embarrasses me in movies. But. And then also at the same time, we got Holly showing up at Brent's house to pick him up for prom. And uh, the mom, Brent's mom's like, he left a while ago. Don't know where he where he is, and you know Holly's getting freaked out and wants to wants to find him. And you know at the mom, you know she seems like she's getting a little worried too. They can't reach him on his phone. Now we cut to Brent. He's waking up and he's in Lola Stone's house, yep. where her father brought her brought him, and he's in a tux. He's all ready for prom. He's tied to the kitchen chair in the kitchen has a disco ball in it which really i love that aspect of it It, it's constantly like this it looks like a tiny uh, yeah tiny kitchen prom and there's balloons everywhere and you can see these spinning lights the whole time it's like a whole uh whole situational feel but it's it's like creepy it's it's it kind of lightens this really dark situation to me you know yeah that's literally and figuratively um but how he but how he wakes up uh it shows him just opening his eyes and he's at a table and you see the dad staring at him. And then you see Lola come into frame and stare at him. It's like when um, Sally Hardesty woke up at, at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. for the dinner. Like she just wakes up and there's all these people staring at her it looked just like that. You know, there's, it kind of cuts to Lola's like her room or a book she has. Yeah. She has a, a book of past prom dates. Well, there's this other thing where you see, like, I guess it's her room or something, and it's, like, sex. Barbie's having sex. Like, there's a Barbie straddling Ken's face and another girl, like, around his penis area. And there's, like... Every typical teenager's bedroom in 2000. And there's pics of, like, sexy men and shit. Like, I don't know. Kind of, like, setting up this... But it's it's also, like, a little girl's room. It's very bright pink and, like... You know, yeah. So basically, what what this is is if a girl had the ability to take every crush she ever had and have complete control of the situation, and then throw them away when she gets bored with them. That's exactly what came to my mind when I watched this whole thing go down. He is her for her forced prom date, and he. I don't know in the sequence of events, but pretty soon he's like the chair's nailed down, right? 
It has to be because he. Yeah, it's like bolted to the bolted to the kitchen floor. He, and he's he, tied to it. He starts screaming, and she's like, looks at her dad, and is like, "Daddy." And he comes over there and injects this shit into his neck. And it's a really cool part because he's like screaming his head off. And then you hear it slowly quiet to like a, a raspy, like yelling whisper almost like <laughs> like that. And they both uh, Lola and her father look at each other and they say, we can't hear you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is the tagline yeah. of the film. Yeah, if they're can... injecting him with like drain cleaner. Yep. They shoot him up with chemical injection. But you also, there's an older lady at the table, kind of like grandpa or some shit from Texas. Yeah, like with a hole in her front of her head. Yeah, she has a hole in her head. You end up finding out what that hole is. Yeah, but she's like, she looks like a rotting zombie. Um, And she is referred to as Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Are we going to skip over the the weird sexual tension that her father has towards her? Well, that I comes, feel like that's that, a little later. That comes off at the end. She's not in her dress yet. No, no. Well, well, that, yeah, that happens. But I feel like there's always this constant thing it, between her and her father. Every I time think they're he's on screen. trying to avoid it, and but he knows that she has it. I mean, if you want to go ahead and address it, there is some weird shit, a weird vibe between Lola and her father. Yeah. Like, he will do anything for her, and then Lola almost seems to be sensual with her father at times yes. and it's awkward the father it notices it and he like kind of like looks around like i don't know you kind of feel like at any moment they're gonna fuck you know yeah. <laughs> it really and he's like the father's kind of like i like this but i don't know if i should like this i don't think he does like i mean from my point of view i mean it's just so awkward i mean like I think one of the first times you see it is he uh, gives her a prom dress and she immediately undresses in front of him, like yeah. just uh, down to her underwear. But and she's like has no problem with that. But he looks like, oh, what? You know, I can't look at this. And he turns around and then she's, you know, in her prom dress. And she's like, well, how do I look? Do I look beautiful? And he says one of his his lines he uses a lot pretty as a picture yeah around this time is when they do the dress thing um if not before because what happens one of my favorite scenes or awkward scenes in the film is the dinner scene when they're actually eating the chicken yeah the dad chicken chicken and milk chicken and milk chicken and milk that and this movie's like shot ultra HD. So like when she drinks that milk and does that, you yeah. can see like you the, see the, the, the film. Of them. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, it yeah, made the, me ah, sick, man. It is sickening. And chicken and milk is not a good combination. It just makes me think of being like fucking three years old. Well, it's like Gummo something. when that kid was eating a, a Snickers bar in a bathtub. No, he was eating spaghetti, drinking spaghetti milk in the bathtub. But then yeah. then he eat a Snickers for dessert. He had like a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was disgusting. I agree, um, but she. But they're yeah, eating they're, KFC, or they don't say KFC, but it's she like says, mountain fried chicken, yeah, or something. They're in little boxes, and she's like, "They're going to town." Her, her, and her dad are going to town. Bright eyes is just staring yeah. in nowhere, and then uh, Brent, you know, he's like just fucking miserable, flopping around, and she. <laughs> Uh, takes a chicken leg and put like just shoves it in his face and it's greasy and you see the grease like smeared all over him and then uh, but she she says the tagline no, 
is it finger licking good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I say, yeah. I say that to my girlfriend almost every day. <laughs> she'll make something for dinner, and she'll be like, "I bet it's going to be good." Is it finger licking good? Damn right it was. Yeah, she does. She rubs it all over his face. It's fucking disgusting. It is gross. And then she shoves her finger in his mouth and makes him suck it, yeah. which the dad freaks out about. Yeah, because she starts uh, moaning, and he takes the hammer and hits it on the table, and so she stops. And then, then she slams the milk. Oh no, not the yet because he he's like whispers to her that he needs to use the toilet. Yeah, he's and, like toilet, and he's like she says ones or twos, and basically gives her the sign for one. So she, then she slams the milk, goes down and pulls his winky out to let him piss in the fucking milk cup, and. And, oh, that's, yeah. and the dad comes over and is like, if you don't go on the count of 10, daddy's going to nail it to the chair. Yep. And it's such a long, awkward scene because she's like down on her knees in front of him, like trying to make him pit, you know, like counting down while the dad seriously has a nail in one hand and a fucking hammer in the other, right, ready to fucking nail this thing down. And he's just, Brent is just, you know, trying to force <laughs> he. I in that moment, I would have shit my pants. I would have pushed yeah. so hard. I would have shit. I right. would have completely evacuated. I love <laughs> when he pisses. She says it's crying. Oh, it's crying. She even looks it. sad. Yeah. yeah, she's like, oh look, it's crying. And then she says, I better kiss it. She acts like she's going to, and then she's like, oh. Maybe I should let that slut Holly do it. Maybe you'd like that better. Well, she said uh, something. Like she that. said, "I'll, I'll, bite, I'll it bite it off. I'll bite it." Yeah. So, so Holly can never suck it again. Yeah, or something like or that. Or kiss yeah. it again. Um. So he does. How does he escape? He escapes. Well, one point. time, the first escape. The first. Well, he's time. using the razor blade that he has, and he's like cutting. He's cutting the. Uh... Wait, wait, no, because he does. That or no, later, no, he right? gets. He just gets out with his hands. I think. No, yeah, no, like he untied. leans back in the chair. So far, he knocks. It oh, hits, he knocks her the fuck out. Yeah, knocks yeah. her at butt, like busts her face. He runs at this point. Oh, yeah, you're he right. Gets he gets out. He hey, gets out, and he his <laughs> dad running. gets into the car, and he tries to hide behind something, and it ends up being right in front of the dad. And then he runs from this El Camino and runs up the tree. Yeah, he's hiding up a tree, and they take turns throwing big ass rocks at him yeah. until <laughs> Lola nails him, and he just falls out onto the car. Then they tie him up and they put that knife he, into his foot. Oh, yeah. The dad hammers knives <laughs> into his feet and he says, you're not supposed to hurt little girls or hit little girls. Oh, yeah. Dude, and, that was yeah, fucked And the whole up, time, man. like, she's, like, sitting in his lap, screaming oh. in his face, like, telling him to cry. Well, he is screaming at first and they do that. We can't hear you. No. God, it's so bizarre. Oh, God. But yeah, then she's telling him to cry, and what the dad is just destroying his fucking feet. And even though he's been crying earlier, he just stops and is just giving Lola like the death stare, like, "No, oh, fuck no, I've I've been praying for death. Basically, I'm not gonna cry for you." Now we cut back to uh, Jamie and Mia. So she finally, uh, Mia finally is ready to go to into the school prom, and as soon as she gets out of the car, she falls down. She's wasted. They go in, and they have their little scene. They're dancing. They're having fun. But then she basically... Does, is she fucking him? Lord. No, she's just grabbing his dick. No, and she's his, just grabbing his dick and because she's fucking wrecked. And, yeah, uh, she, well, she seems like she's getting off. No, well, she, the, everybody's just watching her grope him. 
And then they get kicked out of the dance. Yeah, the teacher kicks him out, and then that, she fucks him. Well, yeah. Well, then I feel like it, that's when it cuts back to the film, and you see that Lola has carved a heart on Brent's uh, chest slash abdomen area, and it has uh, her initials in it, right? Or does it have yeah, LB? She, no, no, it, it says LS. LS. From yeah, Lola she's Stone. carved it into his chest with a fucking fork. Yep. Right, and. You know, so he's there, he's bloodied up, he's miserable. And then, so to add insult to injury, she opens up a whole fucking thing of salt and just throws it on him, on his wounds. Yeah. No, it's like, it's, 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 a uh, it's like cleaner. It's like common. It's like really? powdered cleaner. Oh. Yeah. Cause there, she has drain cleaner. That's what they stuck in the neck. And then it's like powdered Ajax cleaner. And she just goes like, blam, like on his chest. Wait, at first. Does she just throw like a handful at first, or does she just immediately dump the whole thing? No, she just like dumps. She just shakes the whole thing at him, and it just flies out and just goes on his whole chest. It's fucked up. God, it's so yeah. fucked up. And you know, he's st- his voice is still like silent, so you can't hear. Sh- it just sounds like a loud whisper. <sighs> at one point, they pull up to this like this restaurant, and it's called they. It's called Charcoal Chicken and Salad Bar. That's where he gets oh, the chicken yeah. from. Yeah, that's where the that was at the beginning where the dad got the chicken from. Which yeah, I was stoked. If I had a, a chicken and a salad bar fucking place, I'd be all over that place. But but instead of it being barbecue chicken, I guess it's called charcoal chicken, right? Maybe. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Anyway. I mean, maybe it's like uh cooked on charcoal. So like we have them torturing Brent. And then at the same time, uh, Jamie and Mia have been kicked out of prom. So they go to the car. They fuck. They're fucking. And then here comes the principal. Do we have to say fuck? Can we just say having sex? They're they're making whoopee in the back of this car. (laughs) And and, uh, knock, knock, knock. It's the principal again. And he's like, uh, when he kicked him out, he's like, we don't do that sort of thing here. And he's like, when I told you we don't do that sort of thing here, I meant not on school property at all. They never left the school parking lot. So then he gets his clothes on and he takes her home. And um, I don't know if she tell, uh, tells Jamie the story, but I know after she drops uh, uh, Mia off at home, you know, she's obviously drunk and he sees her dad and she's like, yeah, I must have really swept her off her feet. And she goes aside and she's, like laying down in bed and she's crying and her dad goes in to check on her and she says why can't you find him why couldn't you find him it's your fault and then we kind of get the insight that she had a brother who's been missing for a long time and the dad her father is a cop and it's like this has been the thing that has destroyed their lives, basically. Yep. That's why she is the way she is now. And That's why her mother's so mother so sad in the beginning. And the father's That's- failed, and, and not only as a father, but as a police officer, detective, whatever he is. Um, I mean, he's done what he could. Well, You calm it, down now. You leave this father alone. He's doing the best he can. So, meanwhile, we got uh, Brent's girlfriend and, the, and Brent's mom looking for him. And uh, the eventually the Mia's father gets a call like we can't find him from I think it's from personal it's personally from the mom uh, the mom yeah I can't yeah I can't remember it's like I can't find my boy and uh so you know he's got all that going on so he decides to take it personally and I think he goes and speaks with Holly because that's how he finds out the clue like 
that, hey, he mentioned Lola Stone asked him to prom. Well, I mean, she at least is like, maybe try there. Or, you know, that's the only lead I have on that. And now we're with, you know, uh, Brent, Lola, Daddy, and Bro Eyes. And they're torturing the hell out of them. And at the, it, this is really <sighs> fucking uh, silly. Oh, I know there's another part. Uh, when they're eating chicken that we didn't mention that uh, they're going to go snap the wishbone. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a little wishbone in the in the chicken. Yeah, they're going to... The father and Lola are going to snap the wishbone and the father ends up getting it. And uh, he's like, oh, my wish was for you. And she's like, mine was for you too. Mine would have been for you too. Yuck. And it's kind of weird, like... Uh, all right. And... Then now it's at the point it to uh, they need to crown the king and queen of the prom. Remember? Yeah. So then, like the the she says the dad's like, "You're the you're the you're the queen," and she's like, "Oh!" And she starts having a whole fit, and he puts a little paper crown on her. They pull like this and, little poppy thing, and the party blower thing. She's like, yeah. "Oh!" oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then so they just they, she puts like a little a crown on her head, and then she puts a little crown on Brent. And this kid has been like road hauled. He looks like shit. Like he's done. I mean, I would be too. This kid <laughs> is like, they, I, I want to die. Like I wish I was dead right now. Yeah, they put a little party blower in his mouth, and it's just like it, it, <laughs> she's like she's she's yelling at him. She's like, blow your whistle, King. And he just gives like the most pitiful like blow like. And it, you just see the little blower just go up a little bit. And I'm like, oh, buddy. And so he's just he's he's just super done. And um, so they they get back to the thing where they they're they're trying to, to dance. And then she she starts dancing with him while he's standing up. And he's still knifed like steak knifed to the floor. And so she gets mad at him. She's like, I've been looking for my prince but you're not him yeah am i not pretty enough is playing oh that movie uh, that song plays at least three or four times in the movie am i not pretty enough and then you look down when he's when when he's like um standing there with the knives in his feet and they're dancing and it's like just piss and glitter on the floor yeah and the dad also the dad is standing over sprinkling glitter on his oh yeah bloody yeah. broken body that's right yeah because he's yeah i forgot about that i was he's hovering the over was them and, and then, she gets pissed at him and then she stomps his uh foot with a knife in it but, oh and then eventually God. she has her dance with daddy uh, there's other little things too um that shows a sadistic jealous side of lola like one thing i forgot to mention that the father takes picture prom pictures at yeah. the begin it towards the beginning of this and uh he's like everybody say happy and he takes a picture of the of Lola and Brent and then he's like one with bright eyes and they put bright eyes in the picture and he flashes the camera and right when the flash goes off Lola rips out some of the back of her hair or pulls it really hard to make her yeah. and um and he's just like it's only a flash, bright eyes. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now Lola and her daddy are dancing, and she says what you were saying, and he's like, uh, I never did like meet my my prince or whatever because he's been here all along. 
It's you, Daddy. Daddy, you're my prince. And that's where I really felt like the dad was like, don't say it, don't say it. Like, I can't love you. See, I thought he was like, oh, finally. I get Fight at long last. Did you get that? gets did, the girl. Did you get, did you get that, Andy? Or was yeah, you- it felt like that just because the look on his face. It seems like something that he's... It looked like an inevitability to him because it seems like throughout the whole movie he like loves her, but also is a little bit afraid of her. I don't, um, I don't get uh, from him that he. I think he's definitely a fucked up fucking weirdo that would do anything for. But I don't think uh, he's interested in her sexually. But he doesn't want to say like no because she goes to kiss him and he he doesn't want to do it. But the way he but rea- he starts to go in though. A but bit. he's like. Oh, uh, I don't know. I I thought completely, like especially the. Then why da- did it take so long for him to? They would have boom kissed. Because it's still a taboo. That whole relationship is crazy, and I think I like that aspect that it's kind of like ambiguous. You it know, seems you like he really would just know. do it. It seems like he would just do it anyway, just because he wants to please her. So he would just do this anyway well i agree with that but i still feel like that's the one thing he's like reluctant on like oh yeah yeah i'm not interested in you i have all bright eyes over here yeah which is lola's mother but um um so at this while all this is going on while they're dancing um this is when the razor blade comes out and he had that razor blade on earlier when they were before he even got to their house yeah, no, anyway. he was wearing, uh, like, when he, before he climbed the mountain. He's always wearing that fucking thing. So one of my continuity error kind of things about this movie is, how did that necklace end up in that tuxedo? That's exactly what I was thinking. That was, that you they put him in. how, Daniel. Why? He hit it up his ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only logical explanation I could have is that... No, he did not have that uh, tuxedo as he was rock climbing. I don't. I don't know. He. That's a ma- long fucking necklace too. It's not like it's a choker. Like it's a whole fucking. That yeah. thing goes like, down to his nipples. Yeah. Yeah. So that thing magically ends up in the tuxedo pocket that he is strapped to the chair in, and he uses it to try to cut himself out again. And he's uh, and he's uh, eventually successful. Yeah. Yeah. But you, before that, you find out that the kitchen floor, underneath it, there's some fucking people under the stairs yeah, shit happening. Crazy people under the stairs. <laughs> yeah, it's like descent <laughs> slash people under the stairs. These are, these, the people and people under the stairs at least have some of their brains left. But at the same point, we'll see, he realizes the boys are in the bottom, and then you see... The whole process of the drilling in the head comes. Yeah, they get him pinned down, and the father um, is, takes the drill and is going to drill into his head. What Can I say something real quick? I think the reason why this happens is that whole thing I was talking about before. She realizes, oh, well, this is another frog. Remember she says, you're not a prince, you're a frog. He's another frog. He's not the one. So she decides, all right, daddy, do what we do with him. And then, I think that's an interesting point. That well, the father, um, he yeah, he's going to drill a a hole in in through his forehead, in between his eyes, basically. And you see that Bright Eyes has the same scar from where we can assume the same thing's been done to her years before. And 
So they're going to do it, and Lola really wants to do it. So she lets him do it, but she keeps slipping, and eventually the dad has to take over. And it's fucking brutal. You see smoke coming off of it. Yeah, the bone smoke. Yeah, and you hear it cracking and stuff. And the whole plan is to take boiling water and dump it down that hole. And she even says, she's like, it boils your brains and it turns you into one of them. Yep. But it's interesting because as he's drilling the head, you kind of go into Brent's brain and he's his life is flashing through and all the good points of his life that he was like taking for granted, even though his father died are flashing through his head. Holly, Holly, his mom, you know, all the the things and um, remembering his life. And I think that makes him strive to escape this, right? Like, cause otherwise before he was suicidal and now he realizes I was being ridiculous. I lost my father, but now I can push on because I have all these great things for, for myself. There's also this an, another new big driving thing that connects to the beginning of the film is uh, before all this happens, we failed to mention that Lola is showing him a book with people that she's done this shit to oh, in the yeah. past. The, carv- the heart carving with her initials thing, she does it to every single boy. And I'm just going to assume she's been doing this to boys since she was like fucking 13. No, they 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 showed really young kids in that. Yeah, book. like a lot, like a lot younger. It looked like she had been doing it since she was about like nine, nine eight, yeah. nine years I old. Didn't, I don't know. That just seems so weird. But yeah, well, one of them, uh, Brent, it, it triggers something in his memory. And now we cut back to the beginning of the film uh, pretty much because at the beginning of the movie, it, the father, Brent's father is letting him drive the car. And they're talking. They kind of get into a small little argument. Brent sees something in the road. You don't know what it is. And that's what causes him to wreck and kill his father. No, you see it. Well, you don't know really. I I feel like as the viewer is so quick, you're like, what is that? Like, but when he's re-remembering it, he sees it was one of the boys that Lola had caught and had escaped. um, And it turns out to be... Timmy Valentine, Mia's brother. Mia's brother. And so it's all connected in this weird, fucked up way. So I feel like that also gives Brent a drive like, I, my father would still be here if it wasn't for you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. As, you know, that flash is happening. They, for, oh, that's why the dad has to take the drill to make the hole bigger. Yeah. Because she she's trying to pour it in. Oh, yes. Burning him is like, you got to make it bigger. Princess, anyway. yeah, the dad always calls Lola princess. Princess, that's how she's uh, uh credited on IMDb. So Brent, after all these epiphanies, um, he finally cuts free and his f- flight or fight kicks in finally. Fuck yeah, and he fucking cuts the rope and then he starts. He dices the he slits the dad's face up. Oh him. man, he cuts the shit out of that dude, and, and he then rips he those fucking nine, those blades up out of his feet. Yeah, and he fucking throws that drill. And hits Lola in the face with it. It's like the best. I love that shit because it looks like kind of a fail. Yeah, but it direct direct Boom. contact. <laughs> She's right. just out, man. Yeah, it's a huge he, drill too. Yeah, then he runs at Dad and just starts stabbing his neck meat, just like no, blam, no. blam 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 blam. Let me let me. He throws the drill and hits the dad in the face. Yeah, hits the dad in the face. Then he throws him down in the fucking thing. Right, yeah, into and the then pit he's like a... explosively like, bah! yeah, like you were saying. Sorry, Andy. Yeah, he he throws them into <laughs> the pit where those people they're like starved. So they 
I mean, it doesn't show it in brutal fashion, but you can only assume they devour that motherfucker whole pretty much. Yeah, they don't show anything um, very detailed, but they are over him like a zombie yeah. thing. And yeah. he's like kind of hanging out there. Lola comes up from behind him, grabs his feet, and... Uh, she, he punches her. Oh, yeah, yeah. He beats the goddamn shit out of her, but she does eventually... Uh, it gets him knocked into the pit too. Yep. But they're distracted by eating daddy. So he's able to like kind of hide in a corner for a minute. And these things aren't smart anymore. They just know like basic things like eat to survive. And and they attack Brent and Brent fucking kills every single yeah, one of he, them. Yeah, he kills them all. And Poor Dookie Dreads. And Lola is basically, she, meanwhile, Lola kills Bright Eyes. She she smothers bright eyes, and that's where it's fully. I mean, you could already assume that that's her mom, but she she basically says goodbye, mother, goodbye, mom, and smothers her to death. And then she gets her book and a knife, and she's going after Holly. And yeah, she she was like, I have nothing else to lose. I'm fucking yeah, going for you it. You killed who I loved. I'm going to kill who you love. And she she says that to him down in the pit, basically like, you destroyed. What I love, I'm going to take what you love. And I'm going to see that bitch Holly right now, basically. And so she takes off. She's on foot. She's just walking with a vengeance over there. Mean. Oh, God. No, 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 no. no. We forgot about the cop. Yep. Yeah, like they're her. Yeah, the, uh, the goth girl's dad, he finds out where she lives. And so he goes over there. Because Holly and, told him. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Holly. It, or So the dad shows up there to question, and he hears, you know, uh, shit going on in there and he's able well, he to, hears brent down in the floor yeah, and yeah. He, he pulls up the floor and he sees him there and he's like hey and before he can do anything that's when boop she yep. she uh knocks him into the face to the face axe to the face yeah but when he did he had a gun so uh you know brent basically uses up almost every shot trying to fire up at lola and misses oh my god yeah fucking terrible no, he just unloads it before he can even kill the zombie dudes with it. He's just like, bam, 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 bam. And it's like, fuck, man. Now you got to find an old bone to beat these fuckers to death. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there is a pile of bones down there. No, there, yeah, there's a, that's all you have. Like, grab that femur and go to town, buddy. So one thing I wondered is why some of those um, zombie boys down there don't eat each other. They've eaten everybody else in the goddamn pit. Why don't they eat each other? There's four of them down there. Yeah, but they're so skinny that they know that there would be like no nutritional value on like you can't eat me, Steve, because I ain't shit. Yeah, there's like, no... you're not gonna be full. <laughs> I think about some kind of like survivor, like uh, teaming up kind of shit. You know, hey Steve, man, you want to get uh, Gary next week? You know, promise not to eat me, bro. <laughs> yes. Are you sure? Because you were, I woke up and you were like gnawing on my knees. Some of them look no. a little jacked for having been in there for years. Yep, they do. Surviving off of charcoal, chicken, and salad or whatever. That's a lot of cardio and protein and, you know, rats and whatever the hell she was feeding them. Skunks. They look like uh, members of Demi Borgir. Yeah, yeah. It did. Bunch of Shagroths running around down there. Yeah! Um, so, Lola is, Princess is walking, just fucking staggering down the road, like, with a knife. Holding the book. Holding uh, the, the book. The, uh, what do they call them? Photo. The, the collage book. What are... It's like a collage book, a book of collage. You're thinking about a yearbook? It's not a yearbook. Like, what do you, a photo album. Photo, photo album, album, yeah. Yeah, and then, ooh, what do you notice? Holly's driving down the road. Isn't this perfect? 
Yes, and uh, Brent is as he's able to kill everybody, and he uh, in the basement thing, and he stacks their bodies high enough to where he can get out, and he takes the uh, dead police officer's car. So he's down, he's barreling down the road, and before he well, can get there, uh, Holly pulls over for Lola, and she's attacked. By yeah, Lola. She's yeah, like they going, try to stab. She tries to stab her. Yeah, it's pr- it seems very realistic too. It's yeah, a good I fight. Think so, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's uh, a that, really every, good fight. Everything in this movie looks real, pretty much. They did a great job, and they're going to town. Eventually, Brent shows up. He's and, driving the cop car. Yeah, and he runs over Lola. Yep, and it's fast. And so fast. Holly gets in the car. She doesn't even realize it's him at first. She like hops in. And she's like dazed, and then she looks at him and sees like how fucked up looking he is, and she screams and starts crying yep. and, and holds him. And then they see in the rear view Lola is still be- crawling. Yeah, dude. She all right. So one of her arms is just fucked, but the, her other arm, she still has the knife in her hand and she's like stabbing it into the pavement and scooting herself like forward. Like some Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah. it looks T- like the first Terminator, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, the T-800 first. did that. But it is brutal as shit and so they like look at each other and she uh the the final uh, well, it's not the final, but our final interaction with Lola is Brent backing up pretty slow to crush her ass again with the car. And we assume that uh, that took her out. Then it shows them all uh, back at home with Mummy. Yeah, I, I, there's one thing um, that I... When I went to my film composition classes, they always talked about the color green being like if you ever see a green green in the movie meant a monster or some kind of monster and then at the end of this film as he's backing over her you they cut into her eyes and they are bright ass green yeah yeah like and just that whole scene alone how slow it was and how wide and how long it took to get to her was so fucking rad. That was like one of the the best scenes in the movie. Not that this movie wasn't full of uh, great scenes, but like just that. Because you know that he's going back on her fast, but like her yeah. eyes are like blazing green. Yeah. And you see every emotion in her face, which isn't really that much. But you just see her just, it just panning in slowly on her face. As yep. she's about to just get her fucking head smashed in. What I love about this film is there's no redeeming qualities to her. Uh-uh. They they go back on her when she was younger. She's been doing this since she was a little kid. Her dad's been enabling her. She literally is just a monster. There's nothing redeeming about her. She's just absorbing human beings because she's trying to find... I don't even know. Her dad seems like a very sweet guy. He's killing people for her. Why is he not... Like, he's, got a, what's her, he's, got a, he's got a sweet car. He seems to have a, a, an electrician's job. He's yeah. making good money. He's in a union. What what is the problem? What what are her where is her um psychotic shit stem from? Is my question. Like problem child for real. What do you mean? I know where it stems from is from her father fucking he obviously wanted somebody that didn't want him. So what did he do? He fucking bonked him on the head, took him home and turned it into a fucking love zombie. Maybe. That's what bright eyes came from. That's what you do. How do you know that though? Just because she has a hole drilled in her head doesn't mean that she's, like, maybe she had a whole life with him before, 
They and then she Lola. wanted to leave. And then Maybe Lola. she's always had that yeah. hole in her head. And he's like, I want everyone to have a hole in their head, just know. like you. Get Sean Byrne on the phone right now. I want. I have some questions. Yeah, yeah. Somebody tweet at him real quick. Hey, motherfucker. I figured it was an evolution of Lola taking control of their household because she's just a fucking piece of shit. And then eventually she convinces her dad that Bright Eyes, their mom, is not the the woman that he should be with and all attention should be on her. Right. But there's also like daddy made her into what she is. Well, that's what and I said. So there's no, nobody else like her or like daddy. Like, right. Yeah. I'm really tired of calling him daddy. He definitely enables her to do shit. So yeah, I think that she's like this overly, <laughs> this overly all controlling presence. Um, the reason that she drills into people's heads, uh, this is, this comes from an actual thing that happened. Jeffrey Dahmer did this to his victims. Yeah. He drilled holes into their heads and poured uh, acid down into their, into the crevices to try to, to make subs, to make uh, zombies, to make servants, sex, sex saves, sex slaves. That's hard to say. Oh my God. Sex, sex saves. Um, he try, he, and that's what he did to. Don't slex on all, me. Don't you slex on me. Did that to like all of his victims. Um, and then, of course, it didn't work, and they died, or they just, it took them days to die. And he also injected them with chemicals, just like she injected uh, Brent at the beginning. So a lot of this story kind of revolves around, she wants people to just be with her. Maybe she, I mean, she does want one person, obviously, but anyone who doesn't work out, boom, you're a slave boom, you're, you're going to serve me. And it doesn't work out. And so she throws him into the fucking pit. Yep. And I think that they did that with the mom also because the mom kind of fell into that uh, that group. But also, she needs the dad. She needs the muscle. So she's not going to do that to the dad. And the dad is more than willing to help her because the dad loves his daughter and he'll do anything for her. Uh, possibly even start some sort of a bizarre romantic relationship with his daughter <laughs> just, just to, to, to help yes. her. But... Also, that's where you get that kind of where the dad seems kind of nervous, like around her. Like he's he he loves her. He'll do anything for her, but he's kind of scared. Like he's like, I don't want to piss her off, so I'm just gonna you know, I'm just gonna make out with her just to get her off my back. So <laughs> I'm gonna eat you, chicken you kinda, and mind my yeah, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna drink this milk chicken to to get her to calm down. <laughs> so it, it could have kind of all in that way. I think I think that she's kind of the whole negative point of this whole situation because this has been done before in our world and the person was trying to find love and like a zombie and somebody to serve him and so that's where you get this thing so that's just my opinion um yeah yeah i can agree with that i mean i can't say enough good about this film i don't know about you guys i think it's highly underrated i hope anybody who listens to this um goes to watch it and Tells us what they think because I'd be very surprised if you did not like this movie. Yeah, it's it's normally streaming on like Prime. It's not right now. I mean, you can rent it for three ninety nine, and there are two cuts. There's an eighty three minute standard cut and then an eighty four minute unrated cut. It's not that crazy different, or no, that's more of a question for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> the shoe tying no, scene. There's no real difference. I'll give you the taglines. Yeah, yeah, what's the taglines? There are four taglines for this film. All right, 
You guys tell me which one you like the best. I'm saving my favorite for last, as always. You don't have to die to go to hell. What? You don't have to die to go to hell. That's the first one. Don't break her heart. The second one. The third is prom night can be torture. And then finally, hell hath no fury, dot, 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 like a prom queen scorned. I hate all those. I like that they're vague, but very direct. I it's like the like, I like the first one. If you're going serious, route, you don't have to die to go to hell because he does go through fucking hell in that movie. Yeah, yeah, like, that's true. Should just be like, don't piss in a milk glass. Yeah. <laughs> they should cry. I wanted something like, is it finger licking good? Is it? No, that's gonna be my thing at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Only watch this film. Uh, oh, please watch this film. It's finger licking good. It's finger licking good. Oh, yeah, good. this is Dustin's pick, we should say. Yeah, this is yeah. Dustin's pick. And I'm so glad that you picked this, dude. Yeah. Because this is a movie that uh, I've had on like my hard drive for since like 2009. And it's one of those ones that kind of a, a lot of movies kind of still fly under the radar like that. That they're really, really good. And it does have, I don't want to say cult following because it's a pretty somewhat big movie uh i guess i mean it's i guess it's big to us because it's so good but just how it is it looks really good the story's amazing like how it starts off like kind of slow and then as soon as it like goes it goes and it doesn't fucking stop at oh, all yeah. it's not it, it's not long enough no it's, no it's no it's not long enough like it's, it's barely an, or it's an hour, an hour and, and half. 20 hour and 24 minutes yeah, yeah it's a barely an hour and a half but the brutality of this movie it, it comes out of nowhere and it just stays on you and there's a lot of scenes that you're just like this is fucked like this sucks to to if this was happening to me but the movie is amazing and if you can get your hands on it buy it it's worth it rent it it's worth it like whatever if you can find a physical copy get it on blu-ray like whatever you're even not the director yeah you're not gonna regret it even if the director didn't go on to do whatever i mean who gives a shit it's it's a good movie it's the definition of like shock and horror, like, cause you're not, you're watching a movie like, Oh, it's going to be a movie and there's going to be a monster. And she's going to be like, you don't love me. And then like, she's going to turn into a snake. It's like, you're watching this movie and you're expected to be like this cookie cutter bullshit. And then you're like, Oh yeah. But like, Oh my God. And then you're like, this yep. is really a fucking affecting my, in, you know, with everything with the, the, with the whole situation. And it takes place in like this one room and it's fucked. And you know, you're getting like needles and you're getting your head drilled in. And it just it, keeps it taking these stop. turns. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't stop. And I love that. It doesn't give you a chance to breathe. And that's, I think that's a, a, a good, uh, a good thing for movies like this to have, not just horror, but it, it fucks, it fucks your mind. It's also, yeah, it's one of those that like, if unfortunately, if I had never happened upon that trailer back then, I don't know if I would have ever clicked on it like on a streaming service or something because yeah. if you come across this film like looking on streaming services or if you are in a video store happen to see a dvd copy or something I, the cover of it, it it makes me think of like movies that i wouldn't necessarily want to check out like the uh what what's one um it looks like a prom, weird like, like a t like a teen remake of something no yeah like, it looks like, like prom eh. it looks like prom night remake it looks like April Fool's Day re remake. It looks like a shitty remake of something. It's just got Lola with the drill on the cover, and it says the loved ones, and it looks all pretty. Um, and it looks really good, too. Like, the production value of the cover and the poster, you're like, that looks really good. This is 
gotta be there's gotta it's got be some a, money it's got some budget yeah, on it but. like there's gotta be a trick to this but um i would almost have rather never seen the trailer and then just happen upon this movie it's such a pleasant surprise and you don't I don't know. I feel like those get fewer and fewer in this genre to find it with newer ones uh, to find the diamond in the rough. And this one really is. Um, and I'm glad that we all love it. I feel like uh, sometimes we, you know, one of us, at least mainly me, doesn't like the movie. So <laughs> um, this one is awesome. I thought for sure, like one, uh, one of you guys were going to have a problem with it. I'm glad. I'm glad we all love this movie and yeah it's not nah, dude. i was beyond stoked like i was stoked because i love the movie and i was also stoked because i haven't watched the movie i haven't watched this movie in probably about 10 years and i i think i forgot uh, i forgot a couple parts of it but uh but yeah i'm glad i got to watch it if you're listening to this go watch it too oh yeah and, like uh, i i uh watched it about a month or so ago uh showed it to my girlfriend and and she loved it it it's like one of those even for her she's like i can't believe i never heard of this yep. you know i think anybody a horror fan if uh you haven't heard of this movie god you're in for a fucking treat just you know add that to the top of your list get on it agreed agreed do the things that we say or that your heads are gonna get fucking drilled in watch it i would have to say that it was pretty finger licking good oh ho ho Am I not pretty enough? Is my heart too broken? Do I cry too much? Am I too outspoken?